Good morning. This is the Tom Bigby Tales podcast. I'm Shannon Evans, and I write about Columbus, a small town in Northeast Mississippi. Today's episode, A Grifter's Gonna Grift, we're going to talk about the director of the CVB who manages a multi-million dollar project budget. Oh, say that twice. In 2010, prior to being made the interim director of the CVB, Nancy Luke Carpenter was a project manager at the CVB and director of the Columbus Cultural Heritage Foundation. In the late spring of 2010, Baptist Memorial Hospital in Columbus, Mississippi, attempted to collect a debt from Carpenter. The writ of garnishment was against the Florence, excuse me, Florence McLeod Hazard Museum at 316 7th Street North, what we call the Lehum. Carpenter had three unpaid bills at Baptist with worth a total of $1,092.15. Baptist had attempted to collect payment at least since 2009. With fees, the total judgment was about $1,400 with an interest rate of 8% and, of course, court costs. Carpenter was difficult to find as she gave a place of employment as a nonprofit all-volunteer museum that was seven blocks away from where she actually was employed. In fact, Carpenter has never volunteered or worked at the Lee Home, much less in the upstairs Hazard Museum. She lied about her employment. She lied about them about not being able to pay her bills. But let's focus on the fact she lied about her place of an employment. The judgment to garnish her wages was filed by the Justice Court of Lowndes County on September 10th, 2010. In October of 2010, Carpenter was hit with another garnishment for an unpaid HSBC Bank USA credit card bill of $3,251.64 plus interest and attorney fees. The judgment was levied in January of 2011, not long after Carpenter had taken over as the director of the CVB. However, fearful of another garnishment, which would result in her immediate termination with the CVB. This time she went to the court to pay the now $4,377.39 bill, making arrangements to pay $125 per month. Money and transparency with money seems to be a recurring theme with Carpenter. She seems to just have issues with both those items. For example, during this time, the foundation was hosting a monthly literary event called No Dead Authors. This event was actually started by another employee. The event went on hiatus while the Tennessee Williams home underwent renovations. After the renovations, the employee was told the event would not be returning over concerns about wear and tear on the new floors. However, shortly after, Carpenter founded her own company, making noise in late 2010 and billed then CVB Director Sissimanakis $100 per event for coordinating each event at the foundation, plus expenses, all while still working as an employee of the foundation. Yes, she was double dipping yet again. Fast forward nine months and Carpenter was made interim director at the CVB and director at the foundation. Apparently, she did not have enough to do at either place because Carpenter ran a wedding planner business from her desk at the CVB simultaneously. 
shorted flowers, urns, ribbons, light plants, candles, etc. All the things for the events. She would push for payments due on receipt of the bill and happily add to each bill that her husband had many had had many surgeries and was unemployed due to being legally blind. The same husband she had concurrently on payroll and covered on her, the, the company's auto insurance and she had him listed on the payroll as her driver. I just keep shaking my head at the hubris and arrogance of this flim-flam power couple. To make matters worse, Carpenter often threw in the use of the double-decker bus for the soon-to-be-married couple that she was planning the wedding for, for free. It has also been alleged by other couples she charged them to use the bus for the wedding and for engagement photos. So I guess it depended on which wedding package you got as to whether you got the free version, which you paid for, or the paid version. Who knew? Clearly, she sees the bus as her personal property and the office is her domain to act as she wishes. Again, the hubris is stunning. It is unbelievable that after knowledge of these events, the board did not remove her immediately. It is just astounding that with all these incidences of financial deceit and malfeasance, she has been allowed to continue this position for years. Let's band together and remove this arrogant, financially irresponsible, and pathological liar of a director. Let's abandon accountability and transparency. Columbus deserves better. Stay tuned this afternoon for an updated, lengthier version of the Tom Bigby Tales in which we explore more of the shenanigans of elected officials who have been given grants from the CBB to host neighborhood events and how they profit from these events. Until next time, I'm Shannon Evans, and this is the Tom Bigby Tales.